It's your home. This is where you talk the home teams. Sports 1280, New Orleans. Eight thirty-five here on the Chris Gordy Show, Sports Twelve Eighty New Orleans. Welcome back in the show, Chris Gordy, producer Michael here, and we uh, switch gears, talk a little bit about the LSU Tigers as they head out to Starkville this Saturday, Davis Wade Stadium, take on the Mississippi State Bulldogs, six o'clock on uh, your television sets. And to uh, talk a little bit about this game, we bring in Nick Suss, LSU reporter for SEC Country. Nick, what's going on, man? Good morning to you. Good morning, Chris. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So um, uh, last night, uh, I know Ed Ogeron had his weekly uh, coaches show, uh, talked about a number of different things. What to you was the biggest takeaway from uh, from last night? Well, it was a pretty tame coaches show. Uh, he reiterated his stance on Richard Lawrence probably not being ready to play, and that's always going to be big news. Uh, I was really interested to hear his thoughts about the kicking game. Apparently, they're going to have a big competition today between Connor Culp and Jack Gonsolin to see who's going to be the guy. Uh, I wish I could see that because a kicking contest sounds awesome. <laughs> but uh, I, I have no idea what it's going to entail. And having seen these guys in game, I don't know how accurate of a contest it's going to be. But that sounds like it's going to be... Hopefully there will be a resolution to that. Soon. I would just, right. I so would just release. Will not have to worry about that. I would release Mike the Tiger in the stadium and say, "You have to make the field goal with t- the Tiger running around." Good luck. <laughs> I would watch that. That sounds yeah. like a good reality show. And, and, and if Ed Ogeron's involved, it's probably going to involve somebody ripping their shirt off, and you know, it's something like that. So, uh, no, it, it is a big deal, right? I mean, it's the the field goal kicking has not been consistent thus far, and now you go into a hostile environment at Mississippi State. I know. Coach O talked about it the other day. They're trying to simulate some of the crowd noise, you know, bringing in the speakers on the John Deere tractor and, um, you know, firing up the fight songs and sounds of cowbells and all. But Mississippi State is a tough environment to go to go into. And if you're a kicker and you've been missing kicks at home against Chattanooga, uh, you know, what's going to change on the road in a hostile environment with cowbells in your ear? Yeah, no, I've been saying all week it's got to be be these guys, they have to improve. This isn't the NFL. You can't go pick up Roberto Aguayo. I mean, these are the kickers that LSU is stuck with all year, and they're going to have to make the changes themselves. If you believe that that line that kicking is as much mental as it is physical, these guys are just going to need to shape up. I mean, if it's any consolation to LSU, Mississippi State's kicking game has been just as weak as LSU's has through two games. They've had two kicks blocked, which... I guess is more on the line than it is the kickers. But, yeah, I mean, Davis Wade has this reputation of being loud, of being hostile, and especially when a team like LSU comes in that Mississippi State fans don't take too kindly to. Uh, And there are very few players on this team who have actually played there before because of how young it is. So, yeah, it's going to affect the kickers, but it'll also affect the offense trying to get a snap count down. It'll affect the defense trying to make its calls uh, when Mississippi State's running a hurry-up offense, it's it's going to be an adjustment all game. and You're going to have to deal with noise in the SEC, but this is a unique type of noise for sure. Talking with Nick Suss of uh, SEC Country, seccountry.com is the website. Um, 
obviously Arden Key coming back this week is huge, getting him back in there. But, you know, we've seen a pretty good pass rush so far from LSU defensively. Uh, Chase on the uh, the true freshman has been making some plays. And then Corey Thompson, the, the elder statesman who's been there, what, five, six years, he's been making a lot of plays, getting some sacks. So, obviously, to have those guys being as productive as they are. And then you have Arden Key, who's, you know, arguably a top five pick in the upcoming draft. Uh, you get him back in there. What can we expect out of Arden Key, and how limited do you think he'll be in, in game action? I think that's a that's the biggest question of the week. It's really hard to say. I think Arden Key is going to go full speed. I don't know if he's going to be in the game for 70 snaps, but I think we're going to see a lot of Arden Key, especially if Rashard Lawrence can't go. Because if LSU is going to need to run two down lineman sets, and if they're going to need to hustle Glenn Logan and Neil Farrell in. I could honestly see Arden Key getting some reps with his hand in the dirt at his old defensive end spot with how much weight he's packed on and still keep Corey Thompson and Kayla Von Chasson on the field as outside linebackers. You could see all three of those guys. Dave Aranda is trying to devise set to make that possible. I don't know if he's going to be the guy that had two sacks and two and a half TFLs against Mississippi State last year. But I'm never going to say he's not going to be that guy. Arden Key has so much talent, and he might just be like a dog all pent up, let out of a cage. I mean, I have no idea if he's going to come out there and on the first play get a strip sack. I I would not be shocked. Um, I think they're going to limit him a little bit just because he hasn't played in so long. But if they need to let him go full speed, I don't think that Dave Aranda and Ed Ogeron will have any problem doing that. One of the position battles of camp that's carried over into the season, and we're into week three, and it still is a is a battle, I guess you could say, Ed Ingram and Sadiq Charles on that offensive line. I know uh, Coach O said last night he believes both of them are starters in his mind. He said they'll play equal reps. Uh, in my mind, that can't be a good thing, right? I mean, you, you'd rather one guy take over that spot and, and solidify it, but I guess if they're splitting reps and they're both playing well, maybe it's not such a bad thing. Yeah, I don't look at it as a bad thing. When you have two guards rotating, it's not like having two centers or two left tackles. Right guard is a position where as long as your guy's doing well, I don't think consistency is the most important thing. Uh, I think that they will try to find a full-time starter by the end of the season. I don't think they're going to want to have Ed and Sadiq play this every-other-drive situation for the whole season just because it sort of ties what the offense can do. It's kind of tough to build a rhythm when you're shuffling these guys in and out. But this hasn't been a problem so far. Uh, they've ran the ball really well with both of these guys. They've only made a couple of mistakes all year. Uh, they've been pretty consistent otherwise. And I've been impressed with both of them. It, it helps that guys like Toby Weathersby and Garrett Brumfield and Will Clapp have played really well around them and kind of disguised the mistakes they might have been making. But, yeah, I think this situation doesn't necessarily need to sort itself out. They are comfortable letting these two freshmen get their reps. And if one of them reveals themselves to be the starter, that's great. If that doesn't happen, I think they're still fine. What kind of challenge can the Mississippi defense, Mississippi State defense, present to LSU this weekend? 
I've been really impressed with Mississippi State's defense, both watching their games and just looking at the stats. They have really stifled opponents. Um, Todd Grantham, their new defensive coordinator, formerly at Georgia, formerly at Louisville, he really has a reputation of swarming defenses and uh, difficult pass rushes to stop. Uh, Obviously, LSU kind of shredded that defense in the Citrus Bowl last year, if that's any consolation. But he he does a lot even when he doesn't have the most talent. And you look at guys like Jeffrey Simmons, their defensive tackle, there are talented players on that Mississippi State defense. But it's also kind of young like LSU's. So there's going to be a lot of talent. There's going to be a lot of swarming. And I think that that pass rush is going to be pretty active with some exotic blitzes. So it's going to be a defense unlike what they saw from BYU and Chattanooga. There's going to be more team speed because it's the first SEC game that LSU is playing this year. I think it's just going to be Matt Canada's scheme and Danny Etling on the field are going to have to be much more vigilant than they have been the first couple of games of the season to make their checks and to find out where the safety is and to understand where your hot receivers are because sometimes you're not going to know where the blitzers are coming from. Talking with Nick Suss of SEC Country, seccountry.com. Nick, if you're a cornerback and your name is Greedy and you, and you just keep taking the football away from the other team, that's just showing off, right? Yeah, no, I think it definitely is. Uh, um, <laughs> I, I talked to Greedy a little bit this week. He is, I think he's as amazed and impressed by what he's doing as some of us are. He's, he's really leaning into the name. He, he's been called Greedy, if you don't know the story, since he was two years old. So it, he kind of lucked into a great nickname. Um, <laughs> it the, the nickname came from him drinking all the milk in the house when he was a kid. Wow. So they could have called him the Milkman, and that would have been much worse. <laughs> yeah, that they, name they, sucks. They, That's not a good name for a quarterback. <laughs> no, but he got greedy, and, and that's, that's something he's really leaning into. He's, he's been spectacular this season. He... Uh, if you take any weight into those pro football focus grades, he graded out as the best player in the SEC last week wow. at like 93%. He, he really is something special when it comes to uh, reactions and ball skills, which is incredible because he was at best the third most heralded corner of his own recruiting class. Right. It just goes to show that sometimes if you're, Six foot one and can run fast and know how to ball out of the air. Cornerback can be much simpler than we give it credit for. Uh, all this technique and these instincts, sometimes sheer natural ability coupled with pretty good coaching can turn you into a pretty great player. All right, last question for you, Nick. I know you've been doing a, a weekly uh, LSU parody song. Uh, what yep. what song are you working on this week? Well, I'm going to write it today. I will give you the quite obvious hint that if you think about the one thing Mississippi State is known for, and then think about the one song that is also known for that. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. If if you want to, if you want to give away the answer, but I think that's a pretty good clue. Yeah, I think we'll need more cowbell in that one, Nick. He is Nick Suss, at Nick Suss on Twitter. You can check out his stuff at SEC Country, SECCountry.com. Nick, thanks for the time. I really appreciate it, and I'm sure we'll catch up again soon. All right, anytime, Chris. 
All right, thanks a lot. Nick Suss there of uh, SEC Country. Again, seccountry.com. And uh, he's been recording these uh, weekly uh, song parodies uh, every week about LSU football. And there you go. He hinted at it. What is Mississippi State known for most? You going to start doing something Not, for us? Um, you know, I may have Saints to bust ones? one. I may have to bust one out for the Saints. I think you should. If they lose again this, if they lose this we week, we could do I a duet. To, no, we are not doing a duet. Why not? <laughs> we'll save that for Cats Meow, and I will we'll head out there and do a duet. All right, fine. All right, uh, it's Chris Gordy show here on Sports Twelve Eighty New Orleans. Take a quick break. We'll come back. Uh, more after this.